Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, whether you know this is a pod, what this hopefully is a podcast where it feels like a. I don't know what a soft shoe is when someone says I'm doing the soft shoe, or the soft chew. Either one, you know. Keep your shoes and your shoes quiet at bedtime. I'll do my best, but I, you know this episode. Oddly enough, is about you know you know louder shoes like taps tap shoes clogs or quamps in this case. Wooden shoes on a wooden floor is not, you know, some people might, but there is a percentage of people say, you know, I find that incredibly sleepy, but this is not the place for that. This is a place where I'll just keep talking and not making very much sense. So if that's how it's feeling to you, you might be in the right place. This is a podcast to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff. It's called sleep with me. I don't know if I said that already. Normally forget a lot of those kind of details. This podcast does not work for everybody, but it works for almost no one on the first try. That's just what regular listeners uh, have said, uh, because it is a bit strange. It's a podcast that never goes anywhere, but it's always running. But I'm here to help and to keep you company. Uh, So if you've ever struggled to stay asleep or fall asleep, you felt like a little bit lonely in the deep, dark night. That's what this show is here for, to keep you company, but you don't need to listen to it so you could fall asleep. And the fact is that you deserve a good night's sleep. I'm so glad you're here. Structurally, we're going to do some support for the show. Then there'll be a long, meandering inf- intro with a little bit of info to ease you into bedtime. And then we'll have a holiday bedtime story. Carolyn with the clomps, I think is what it's called. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, give the show a few tries. Uh, I hope I can keep you company and take your mind off stuff and ease you into bedtime. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for making it possible, my patron peeps. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. And I'll do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. It could be thoughts you're thinking, you know, thoughts, things you're thinking about on your mind, right? Thoughts about the past, the present, the future thinking thoughts thoughts about thoughts it could be thoughts and feelings about thoughts about uh, feelings about thoughts and thoughts about feelings and uh, oh boy do those two dance in my mind is there any traditional clomping dances not just with wooden shoes but it does seem like my thoughts and my feelings when they dance across my bed at night they are doing some sort of clomping type uh, dance uh a traditional clomp, uh, a bedtime clomp. It doesn't help you fall asleep. And I don't have hardwood floors anywhere. In my, I mean, I have tile upstairs or whatever, but uh, which would be above my room. So they may dance up there. And then they say, hey, we brought our own, uh, we bought our, brought our own uh, super echoey hardwood floor, a dance floor. It's raised so it could be hollow helps with the clomping and, and and actually amplifies and echoes the clomps. And also, here's a movie pitch. It doesn't make any sense. Christmas with the clomps. Uh, it, it just, it, it works. Uh, I mean, as a title, I have no idea what it would be about. It could be about, uh, oh, no, we don't go caroling. We go clomping. Oh, no, 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 not at a, no, not at the normal caroling hours before, you know, after 5 p.m., before uh, nine thirty p.m. No, we clomp. Uh, we're clomping after midnight. Uh, we, oh, we've, we no, we, we can't clomp to the song after midnight. That song's a little slow for us. Oh, what am I clomping on and on about? What if I wonder if anyone ever said like if if you if there is some sort of I'm sure there is some sort of clomp dancing. You say, Scoots, you're misusing the word clomp, and I say, okay, well. Then this does this makes even less sense than usual, but uh, clomping is uh, 
What was it? Oh, I was going to say, like, if there's a clomp super fan, a person who clomps, like, uh, just like somebody who plays, you'd say, what genre of hobby would you put clomping in with? Let's say other dancing, you know, other, you know, people that love to dance. I don't know if clomping's a traditional, like a traditional cultural dance, other than my, it's a tradition my thoughts and my feelings have. So traditional within my world. But I'd say, I don't know, I'd associate it with, I don't know why, uh, what's that thing called? The accordion pops in my head. But I was saying, my thoughts and my feelings, they also are wearing shirts that say, I clomp, therefore I am. That was a very long-winded way of saying it. Uh, So whatever's keeping you awake, thoughts, feelings, clomping. I mean, believe me, if you live in an apartment, you've dealt with some sort of clomp-like activity. If you have someone above you or below you, or you're in a hotel room. Can you imagine, like, not to, not like, like, uh, being, uh, at, uh, back in the day, being, uh, Lionel Richie's, uh, neighbor? Like, I, I'm sure by the time that song was recorded, due to the success of the Commodores, uh, Lionel Richie was not in an apartment, but maybe in a hotel. You'd say, oh, what, yeah, oh, what a feeling when you're, you, why you gotta be dancing on the seat? You know, like, I got the top floor. So I wouldn't have to deal with this. Now you're dancing on your ceiling. And my water looks like it's like the original Jurassic Park here. And that's just the start of it. And when did Lionel Richie get into clomping? And I'd say, I don't know, but that's, you know, it gives legitimacy to my claims that clomp is a real word and I'm using it correctly. He does a smooth clomp. It still makes a, a bunch of noises. Oh, what shoes would you wear? Oh, I think wooden shoes or, you know, and you could use some sort of non-organic shoe, but it would be a hard, not a hard, a, 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 you, they say it in the clomping biz. They say it's a hard-soled shoe, but they, they say not S-O-L-E, man. Uh, you know, oh boy, that's a hard-soled shoe. They say that at the competitions, uh, like when someone really is clomping up a storm, and that is, they said, no, but that's probably where that term came from. You're blankety blanking up a storm. It was at the first clomp off. Well, I guess I know what this episode, I thought this episode was going to be about one thing. Now I guess we got to do some sort of the great uh, Christmas with the clomps. That's what we'll do. So I guess that solves that one. Yeah, but uh, what else it did? Uh, so, okay. I got mixed up though. Uh, oh, so whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off of it, believe it or not, uh, and keep you company so you can fall asleep. So whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, noises, neighbors, travel, guests, you got something coming up. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff so you could fall asleep. And the reason I make the show is because, first off, and the most important thing is you. You deserve a good night's sleep, whether this is your first episode or your thousandth episode. You deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a bedtime you don't have to dread, that you could look forward to or feel neutral about. A bedtime where you say, okay, I feel like I could breathe here. And I do feel like I could get comfortable, and I'll see how it goes, uh... And if I can provide that for you, and then I can take your mind off stuff so you can fall asleep, so you can get the rest you need and you deserve. If I could be a part of your bedtime routine or lead you to something else that becomes part of your bedtime routine, that's important to me because if you get the rest you need, your life is going to be more manageable and you can be out there living your life. And that means the world we live in is a better place because you are important. It's true. The other side is that um, I know how it feels uh, not being able to get, get, you know, trouble staying asleep. That's where I'm at right now. And uh, so whatever it is that's keeping you awake, uh, like uh, like I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. I'm not, not deal with the exact same thing. But me and a, like hundreds of thousands of other people that are listening right now, they know how it feels. So it's not easy. So that's one thing, uh, or two things. The other thing is the podcast is just not for everybody. So if you already loathe me, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you has like a lot of other sleepy stuff on there. But give it a few tries. That's what most listeners say. Give it a few tries. See how it goes. 
no one gets used to it the first time, and I'll explain some of that coming up here. But first thing I'll do is send my voice across the deep, dark night, or I guess I already have. Uh, then I kind of go on pointless meanders and superfluous tangents, which we've already we went on a bunch with the clomping. And a repetitive thoughts, oh boy, circular logic. Uh, when those, when that's a different, that's a clomping dance. They say, please. And they say, would, would you like to do our octagonal uh, uh, something? I say, please, no, please, no geometry based clomping. And they say, oh, okay, would you like us to do some chemistry? And I say, no, 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 not. I say, that's more alliterative, but uh, chemistry based clomping is not. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go to bed. I don't know how my thoughts and my feelings got their own dance floor. That's where it all, where did it all go wrong? Well, it wasn't just that my thoughts and my feelings had their own dance floor. It was a very expensive and noisy dance floor. That seems like it would be perfect for tap dancing. Oh, we got it from the Gene Kelly estate. That's how we got it. Uh, We got it on a, we got a great deal because it was uh, Gene Kelly, the eighth, uh, and they just found it in a storage unit on site. Oh, great. That's great news. I'm so glad you got a bargain on that imaginary dance floor that's keeping me up all night. Oh, we didn't know we were keeping you up. We just thought we were waking you up intermittently. Currently, you are. I'll tell you what, if I could get a hold of you, I can't do it now. But I'm going to make up an entire episode about this, hopefully. So can I get back to you? How about we get back to you tonight? <laughs> Great. Okay, so whatever's keeping you awake, those are the things that keep me awake. Uh, 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 I'm here to take your mind off stuff and keep you company. Believe it or not, I'm not here to be listened to, uh, but you can kind of listen. Or if you need to listen, you can listen. Like, listening is optional. So if you're waiting for the show to get started or make sense, you'll be wait Like, uh, it's more of a show you say, uh-huh, uh-huh, just, but you know. I mean, you've been listening so far, so you know what you're dealing with, kind of. And you say, okay, I don't know if this guy deserves my full attention. I say, exactly. You know me better than, like, you're, you're, you're kind of listening. Great work. Like, another way to view it is just, like, to listen, just like the podcast, a little bit out of focus. So it's a podcast you don't really listen to. It also does not put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar bestie, your boar burr, your neighbor, your boar bra, uh, your friend, your boar friend in the deep dark night, to keep you company while you fall asleep, to talk and not be listened to. And there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here to the very end. So you don't have to fall asleep. There's listeners that can't fall asleep, and I'm here to keep them company too. I'm here to keep you company, whether you're listening or not, whether you're awake or you're asleep. If you need a break during the day, uh, that's why I'm here, uh, to be a friend in the deep, dark night. So those are two things. The other thing that can throw people off is the structure of the show. Show's designed in a very specific way. You can't adjust as you become a regular listener, but let me tell you, uh, the structure of the show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, glad you're here. So you feel seen and welcome. Then the next goal is the podcast is free and paying for it's optional. And it comes out twice a week on the regular. And so uh, the way we do that is uh, the, the sponsors that support the show and the listeners that support the show are the sponsors. So that's how we're here free twice a week. So that part is there. Then there's support for listeners and support for the communities around the show. So that's kind of one of the support sections. Uh, then there's the intro, uh, and you could skip all that support sections if you support the show uh, most places, but a lot of people like the support stuff. Uh, then there's the intro, which is separate from the support. Like, believe it or not, there's a couple thousand people that listen to intro-only episodes exclusively. Uh, but for, for for most people, the intro is part of their bedtime routine. It's where I inefficiently... Introduce the podcast. Efficient introduction of the podcast would be Welcome to Sleep With Me. Podcast to put you to sleep. Let's get to it. But that doesn't really reflect uh, how we fall asleep for the most part or or just the kind of um, style of this show. So uh, for most of us, it takes some winding down to get some distance from being awake to asleep. I ease you into bedtime, and the intro is a part of that, where I get to go off topic and talk about the clomping and my, you know, 
my, you know, my emotional and, uh, I don't know. I, I think I have some spiritual clomp in there. Oh, that was Michael Flatley, uh, the eighth's, uh, imaginary show, uh, spirit, the spirit of the clomp. Uh, it was, they said, uh, the, like a lot of companies reach out to me, like it's not corporate synergy. They say, you know what? We need a write off. Uh, so we need you to do a F- Michael Flatley show. And, uh, and I say, okay, well, I have, cl- I had clomping on ice. It didn't work out. What about the spirit of the clomp? Uh, and they said, great. So saved them a bunch of money. Uh, I mean, great for them. They said, well, unfortunately I took my payment and tickets, uh, but that was my mistake. Anyway, where was I? Oh, so, oh, structure of the show. Oh, the intro goes on and on and on. So some listeners, 2% of people skip it, but for most listeners, they're getting ready for bed or they're doing some sort of other relaxing activity or they're in bed getting comfortable. So if you're new, just see how it goes. That's the intro. Then there's a support between the intro and the story again, because so the podcast can be free. And then there'll be our story. I guess it'll be Christmas with the clomps or, or uh, I think caroling with the clomps is what I'm feeling. And then there'll be some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. That's why I make the show. I'm really glad you're here. Give the show a few tries if you're new. See how it goes. You got nothing to lose uh, except for a little patience. Uh, but eventually you say, oh, wait, I don't need to be patient because uh, I can just barely listen to you. But I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. Uh, I really hope I can help you fall asleep. I yearn and I strive to do that. So thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple ways I'm able to do this for you for free twice a week. All right, buddy. So this is a a, a very special um, uh, episode for the holiday season called Caroling with the Clomps. And the Clomps are, uh, you may have heard in the intro, maybe you're just tuning in now. Uh, maybe you're just listening for a break or you got that uh, holiday fever but you're looking, you know, I've done deep dives before. They said, well, let me find some alternative uh, holiday music to listen to or like a new take on holiday music or a deep dive. Oh, boy, do you know, but, but you, you, you then if you're here, you've dove so deep. Uh, and if you have a fandom for the clomps, uh, even though I explained it in the intro, I'll kind of set it up again, and then we'll we'll uh, go to the story episode here. The Clomps are a famous group, clomping group, uh, which you may have never heard of before. Clomping is a form of dance, though. If you were viewing it, you'd say at first, if you were a cash, if you were a passerby, particularly in this situation, because they're caroling through clomping, but they're not clomping out the songs. They're clomping to the songs that they're caroling, I guess, technically within their minds. So I guess if you were a casual observer, like they knocked, at least if they knocked on your door, I don't know if they'd take this much time to explain it. Cause you'd say, you, you, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get back to my holiday cheer here. Could you just do your, I thought this was a one song deal. But the, what happened was, I mean, I'll explain what clomp, the clomps and the clomping are, is uh, like a lot of us, you say, when was the last time, and I'll answer the question for everybody, when was the last time I encountered door-to-door carolers? Because it's something that's kind of passed into, uh, I mean, I guess maybe some people live places where there's caroling, door-to-door caroling going on. And I haven't seen it. And I mean, I live not that far from Christmas Tree Lane. Now, the cool thing is Christmas Tree Lane is, uh, not to go off topic again, but I have seen the high school bands there, though I never, I always forget to check what night that's going to be. At one point, there, like, and I think it was on Christmas Eve I went there, there was a people playing bluegrass music at a house, bluegrass holiday tunes. And I'm sure there's some sort of caroling going on. A whole lot. Oh boy, you know that that that's not a, a whole lot of caroling going on. That could be a, a song I could write, maybe. But that's not the case right now. You see, well, there's not a whole lot of caroling going on. We could use. We could. We could, we don't just need a little more holiday. We need a little more caroling. 
And that's what the clomps said to themselves. They were originally just clomping around. I mean, they weren't clomp. They originally clomped. Clomp is a form of dance, may or may not be imaginary and only exists within my mind. And the clomps are a family, an extended, like not, uh, they're not all related, but they, you know, they, it's a, they call themselves the clomps, uh, and all you have to do is have a love, you know, I all you have to, you don't even have to fully believe I clomp, therefore I am. You might say, I'm interested in clomping. Also, if you ever want clomp-based questions answered, listen to the clomp, clomp notes. Uh, it's uh, things interesting to clomps, clompers, and uh, people interested in clomping. It's a podcast. Uh, also, not, unfortunately, you can't only listen to it on a imaginary podcast player within me. Which it doesn't, it doesn't, so this is really your only taste of it. But so the clomps said to themselves one day when they were just, uh, probably before or after, uh, like uh, a formal clomp. I don't know if they, I don't know, I'm, I'm only, I'm an outsider. So I can only tell you, like, I don't know if they call it rehearsal or practice. I mean, I can say, let's do another run through of that, uh, they they pro that's probably been said at a clomp 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 sessions. There's clomp offs, much like knocking. That's and, it, and I say, wow, there's some overlay. No wonder I'm so interested in this clomping. And holy cow, I didn't re even realize. Uh, now that I'm doing this, uh, I should ask them to because they have to knock on every door. Uh, that's one of my pa my niche pastimes is listening to uh, recorded knocks of people knocking on doors. But this isn't about me; it's about the clomps. Uh, and one day they, you know, if if you're already a clomper, you you you're thinking outside the box. Oh, what's clomp? Oh no, I, let me explain how they became to caroling, and then I'll explain what clomping is. But so they were sitting around chill. I don't know if they were chilling, but let's just imagine they were. And they said, huh, what about uh, caroling? Nobody carols anymore. Oh, I was going to say, what was the last time you saw someone caroling? Oh, you're getting some good pointless meanders out of this. My memory of the last time I remember caroling, it was somewhere between, I, don't, I have no idea. It was definitely in the night. It could have been. In the 80s or the 90s, uh, that's how long ago. And it was at my grandma's house, and I remember going to her door. She didn't, she didn't even have a front door. She had a side door, but which I guess technically was the front door. And I remember people came to her house on Christmas Eve and were caroling. Only one time I remember it happening, and I just remember coming to the door and being like, whoa, this is like a movie. There's people caroling out there. And I have no idea who it was or what they sang. That may have been my only wild encounter with door-to-door -door carolers that I'm aware of. Though a lot of times in my past life, uh, I was, you know, not clear of mind most for uh, the some of the no, yeah some of the '90s, all of the aughts, and most of the um, were part of the tens or whatever on uh, holiday evenings. So I wouldn't, there's a chance I wouldn't, I, 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 I had great experiences with carolers or not so great ones. Uh, but the clomps were wondering the same thing. They said, nobody carols anymore uh, door to door. And they said, what if we do some caroling with the clomps? We go clomp caroling. And then the, you know, they said that they're, you know, like a lot of other groups of uh, positive people, they said, well, could tell me more, like, what will we do? And they said, well, because we couldn't clomp, we could clomp the music, but that, uh, that would take uh, like, uh, it might take some of the joy out of it because we wouldn't be, it'd be such a formal dancing to make clomping sounds to songs. Though I will tell you the finale is to do that with uh, Deck the Halls, and that's why. I think maybe that's what happened. They said they tried it with Deck the Halls, and they said this took, like, whatever, 50 sessions. We missed a one holiday season, so we can't clomp out the songs. In a, and also, it's not caroling. It's clomping. And then they said, well, we could play the songs and dance to it, but then— you know, then we got to bring them, you know, then people might not like that. That's not very, and they and then someone said, what about the idea of uh, attraction rather than promotion or whatever? 
And they said, what do you mean? They said, what if we just go door to door, clomp? We have the carols in our minds for the time being. We clomp. uh, And then maybe somebody gets, they say, well, boy, we should be caroling while you're clomping. And then we start a thing. Like people are caroling, you know, carolers, and we're clomping to the carols. That's where we'd like to be. But if you know, we can't go wrong. If we're trying to bring holiday joy door to door through the through through dance, uh, you know, and they always do something about Michael Flatley. I don't know why, but they said, "Oh boy, for the love of Flatley." So, oh, what's clomping though? If if you're with me thus far, you may know what clomp clomping is a form of dance. Uh, now, people, the easiest association is with those wooden shoes um, or cl- wooden clogs. I guess those are like, a, this This is not wooden clog dance, but you'd say, is there a form of dance where people dance in wooden clogs? There may be. I, I think there is, uh, though, of course, I could be, you know, basing it on my small, narrow window of my own knowledge and experience which is mostly filled, you know, most of the views of my own ignorance because I'm, I say, oh, the window's not open. I'm just looking at my own reflection. So I, I don't know if there's a, a traditional wooden clog dance. I think there is. Clomping is, that's a, that's a, that's a easy way to describe it. It is, uh, now they don't all, they don't wear clogs, but you can buy, they, they do, but they, uh, they clomp around, uh, so it's different than tap dance, and it's different than clog dancing, if there is such a thing, or other dances, but it is similar because they're dancing, but part of the dancing produces constant clomping sounds. So it's in the genre of noisy dancing, as opposed to quiet dancing, like ballet, j- I don't, jazz maybe, so, I, I, any, so, any soft shoe-based dancing. This is hard. I guess I don't know. Does dance fall into those categories? Hard. This is a hard shoe dance, uh, and a dan- noisy dance versus quiet dance or softer dance. This is this is almost as loud as it gets, and it's particularly apt. Uh, now, now the clumps don't live in a um, a snowy environment. Uh, these clumps, but you know, there's other clompers out there. And, but, but it is particularly, now you wouldn't, like if they were in a snowy environment, they, they would have to carry their shoes because I don't think that clomping shoes have good traction. A lot of them are water permeable, uh, though I'm sure because you, you could probably varnish up a pair of clomping shoes, but only after you, you know, hang them up, you know, to say, okay, I'm hanging my clomping, I'm hanging my clomper. They call them clompers. Because these clompers are made for clomping, that's that's what I do. I put on these clompers and I clomp uh, in my clomping shoes. And yeah, they said, "What are you doing? Just clomping around?" No, I mean I'm I'm clomping, like not just clomping around. So that's all to say uh, that it's not exclusively a wooden-based shoe, but technically clomping is a form of dance in a shoe, wooden shoe or a shoe that sounds similar. So a shoe that has some hollowness. Now some clompers, yeah, they're hollow, they're hollow shoes. They're, they're like a wooden shoe that's also hollow and some clompers are not. uh, And, uh, but it's dancing in a wooden or wooden like shoe on a hard surface. Ideally now, Oh, that's what I was going to say is like a lot of, uh, like asphalt or concrete is pretty good for clomping. Not ideal. Like I talked about, you know, the, the clompers in my mind at, the, at bedtime, they love a, a, a hollow dance, like a raised hollow dance floor or a, st- you know, I don't know, like a stage, uh, like, I guess you'd say, well, the stage is specially designed for clomping. It's a little bit, uh, stiffer, and yeah, it's, it's hollow on the outside, but it ha- you know we reflect the noise into the audience uh, through the band shell or, or whatever the or- orchestra pit. You know we've modified things, 
but you get enough people clomping. So this has got to be a good group because, you know, an asphalt or a concrete is going to, um, somebody, part of my brain just said, who are you calling an asphalt? Uh, and I said, I don't, I have no idea what you were talking about, but, uh, don't make an asphalt out of us, uh, please. That's what another thing in my brain, please don't. But so all I have to say is like, uh, this is a group of people that, uh, have a, a, a forlorn caroling situation and they love dancing in w- wooden shoes. I'm, I'm using as a, you know what I mean, to just help you focus, but not exclusively clogs. Though I would imagine, now that I'm thinking about it, a clog would be a good one just because you could, there's different moves you could make, right? Um, I'm just trying to imagine what I'd be clomping in. And a clog would be good because you could kick out, you, you know you know what I mean? Because it doesn't have, uh, you could kick your heel down and do a move with the clog that you might not, like uh, like, uh, like my knowledge of wooden shoes is pretty limited or hard-based loud shoes. Um, wh- Like, what are, those, what are those, those ninja boots called? Those were, when I was a kid, that was like one of the most... Uh, you knew you, you like a single child or a child of uh, means uh, was somebody that had. They said like, uh, "Well, I have ninja boots." Uh, they have a, I think they they have a specific term, and they would usually have other ninja items. But uh, ninja boots were. They said they would always say they're the most comfortable thing. I wear them with my pajamas. Uh, can't wear them outside. It's but aren't they? exactly designed for being outside in uh i guess the reality is that parents would be like you're not leaving the house in your ninja boots first of all they cost you don't even know how much ninja boots cost secondly you can't go to church in ninja boots like and they say mom they're not called ninja boots uh and she said, yeah, but Scooter has a limited vocabulary. So in this example, I'll be calling them ninja boots. Also, I would call them ninja boots. You would call them by the correct term if you were in a imagination of a, a person that had a you know wider range of vocabulary. But ninja boots would be the exact opposite, I guess. Uh, well, I guess ballet shoes probably. But, you know, ballet shoes can make some sounds. Because, I mean, I, I don't know, are ninja boots, any, anyone dance in ninja boots? I'm sure the like a happy ninja did at, at some point, but whatever. I don't know how, what that has to do with anything. So let's go to, um, the, the, let's go to the clumps and, uh, listen in as they've further along as they've decided, okay, everybody, um, so this is the first song we were thinking of, uh, and I was thinking we could do, uh, Kylie Minogue's uh, Santa Baby. Does anybody have an objection to doing Kylie Minogue's Santa Baby as opposed to other Santa Babies? Uh, okay, great, great. So, uh, so, so it's like, uh, I was thinking for that one, we would do like, uh, in order for people to understand it before, until we have caroling, we would put we would have our Santa Pet hats in our back pockets, right? And then I think it could be fun to kind of uh, also make it obvious what we're singing, dancing about. Also, be confusing, but kind of go in the opposite uh, expectations. But also, there's a subversion there because if you, the song was playing out. Uh, like if I don't even actually know all the lyrics to the song, so maybe I have the meaning of the song wrong. But what if you had Santa's baby as a result of singing Santa baby? Like a, um, I, I don't know, just an idea. But I was thinking we'd pull up, put our Santa hats on, and then we could do some gentle rocking as we clomp side to side, and then you know, like a. Maybe even play it on like that, uh, rockabye baby kind of thing, like uh, on a treetop. But I was just thinking like some sort of soothing thing under the tree. There's something like that. Oh, how did I get a lot? I don't know, like why I got put in place in charge of the idea pitching. But uh, I mean, I have a next idea. Um, and, uh, it's a w- winter wonderland 
And that one is so easy, right? So, like, uh, I see all your hands going up. That's great. Uh, I mean, we could, uh, I think that, uh, you know, we, like, we walk hand in hand. The I was thinking for the meadow, we could do tiptoe, like, short steps, uh, like, the, that uh, we're crossing a meadow on our tiptoes. And then when we, like, kind of do a uh, wider squat uh, when we're doing the snow snowman. Uh, also, so we're, like, our lower bodies are looking like a snow person. But also, like, we're doing something, he- you know, you know, to describe our... Uh, and then the rest of it, I think, would just play out easy. But that's my idea for that one. Uh, next up would be Santa Claus is coming to town. And I think a lot of heel action. Uh, you know, I was thinking that that made me think of that. Uh, there's this sleep podcaster I listened to who took piano lessons, but he never um, practiced piano except to go into his lessons. And he would make his teacher cry a lot because he never practiced. Uh, and it was kind of like a strange dance, you know, they were all involved in. And he never, unfortunately, he didn't learn to assert himself or to practice. He just learned to numb himself to his teacher's tears but he also, one of the few songs he learned to play was like over and over again, even after years of piano lessons, was up on the housetop, click, click, click. Uh, and then it, like, uh, so um, maybe we do that one. And then we go into, so we do Santa Claus is coming into town into up on the housetop. I know it's not a popular song except in, uh, but it just, I, I don't know, I was just thinking of it because it, it said that's like one of the only songs you learn to play on P- chopsticks and uh, that. And, uh, yeah. Um, but so Santa Claus is coming to town. I was thinking uh, like a lot of um, like leg, outward leg movement and marching. Uh, like uh, we're coming into town. Maybe um, what if that one... Um, and we could do the same for March of the Wooden Soldiers, Babes in Toyland. We could alternate houses. What if that's the first number we do? And so for houses with a narrow walkway, uh, whoever's going to the door will say, okay, we're here to do some clomping, car- caroling via clomp. Uh, we're, oh, what is that? Well, we're going to dance in these wooden shoes for you uh, to holiday songs. Uh, we don't have any carolers with us, but you'll be able to figure the songs out. It'd be fun, like a little game. That's a pretty good way to explain it. And then for the first one, and then hopefully there's kids there or people that have some joy in their hearts that we could ignite uh, a little bit. Or they'll just close the door and then we'll keep going. But that you march, you could be waiting on the sidewalk and then march in. And I guess the difference between the wooden soldiers and Santa Claus is that as you're marching, maybe do some sort of um, rocket move with the hats. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're like they're flowing onto the heads uh, as you're coming down the lane. But that would be Santa Claus is coming to town trying to think of any other things we need to know uh for that one the next one i thing is uh have a holly jolly christmas uh and uh and uh though that one pretty easy you know in case you didn't hear and uh uh we, with year we could do calendar one person could do the calendar and, uh, uh, oh, by jolly, you know, so do, a lot of jolly, uh, like, we, like I was thinking we all pretend maybe we could, here's, here's, a, here's an idea. I'm taking this to the next level in a method way. So we would know what we're doing because I can see the blank looks on some of your faces. So this one, let's pretend we are, um, let's pretend it's the 1980s, okay? And we are mall-based Santas. We're at our training. 
Okay, so the person standing at the board saying, uh, so so in some sense, if it was a musical and we were rewriting the meaning of the song, like the the meaning of this song would be, your job is to provide the residents of this mall a holly jolly Christmas. And uh, so, like... Uh, the person standing at the board, like, you need a holly jolly Christmas this year. Like, uh, we need you trained for this year. They're standing at the board. So then when we're doing the line, we're practicing different things. So bowl full of jelly, uh, laughing, uh, saying, now they don't necessarily need to know this, right? We're just providing, but that's how we get into the modus of providing a holly jolly Christmas. So that would be, that's that idea for that one. Next up, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And, okay, I think this method thing, this one, like, let's pretend that calendars and dates don't exist, but there's something called calendar scouts or holiday scouts. So for every holiday of the year, no one knows it's coming. Like something, some, some, spe- this could be part of a broader story where a spell has been cast. People don't know the dates. They have un- an inability to retain that information about holidays only because otherwise the world would be total chaos, maybe. Or people would ask too many questions. But so this spell has been cast and. Maybe the rest of our maybe our dance could be them. Maybe we could we could connect the snow people somehow. That yeah, that would be another act or part of Act One. I don't know, but this would be the, so. This would be the first thing, maybe, or the second thing. So beginning to look a lot like Christmas. So in this storyline, we as dancers are the holiday scouts for the holiday season. Uh, and I think in this sense, we do use our dance to go broader than Christmas. So we're each of us, everyone can choose a holiday, a December holiday or seasonal holiday, winter seasonal holiday. Yeah, let's make it winter seasonal holiday. And each of us is scouting for that. So like uh, your job is to find it's beginning to look a lot like blank and your dance represents that. Uh and this is an essential job for the planet Earth, where people sell, you know, a planet where people celebrate it and uh, large portions of the economy depend on this. So, this isn't just a job you take lightly. And you may not be human, you may be some sort of demigod. Uh, like, maybe in this world, yeah, there's, we're, we're called the, the holiday sc- 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 scout stripes, sprites. Uh, and we're, we go, go, we let people know we're, we're the only ones that have the ability, you know, cause it's very subtle because even the changing of the seasons could be subtle, you know, uh, if you don't have a calendar, you say, what the heck, uh, it's snowing. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So, well, okay. Well, nope, the snow melted. Got to go on to my next, you know, thing. So in this one, you're really, um, you're, it's an important job to look, you're, you're the scout for your holiday. And again, we can, you know, I know some of you want different ones, so we could work it out, but your dance represents each discovery that's leading you. And yeah, no, no, I like that idea. Yeah. You discover the boxes of decorations and then that reminds you, okay. Yeah. Or, okay. You discover that book of recipes. Okay. I like that. Okay, yeah, you discover, yes, yeah, something like that. That's that's uh, secular. That's totally cool. Like, and you say, okay, yeah, like, uh, yeah, and uh, oh, or oh, pictures. Okay, and then you use those to to then go out and, and say it just isn't seasonal. In some sense, you'd think, because it could even be people that say, well, what about that? You know, holiday creep. Uh, but what if our minds were not erased? Like, so you say, why, huh? They got holiday stuff on sale. Don't know what that means. Uh, your job would say, you know what it means is the holidays are coming up now that they're selling holiday things. And people would be like, you're kidding me. 
I didn't even realize. Thank goodness uh, there's a uh, someone out there letting us know this and, and, and knowing and keeping an eye out to say it's beginning to look a lot like. Okay, so what else? I, I think like uh, I think going with this, uh, maybe the next song. And again, we brought we broaden it uh, because you know we we don't have the carolers, so we're just dancing. So we can't. We do have permit. You know, we do have artistic license here through our clomping to have your. So then we go from it's beginning to look a lot like. And again, we're also kind of repurposing the meaning. Have yourself a merry little, uh, however you celebrate the holiday season. Um, But that's more of like when, so maybe there is, do we need proxy? Are the fan, is the family at the door of the proxy or do we also, okay, you're volunteering. You're saying if we need proxies, you, you will be the proxies. Oh, some people have, oh, what's that mean? Okay, so I'm saying if this, was, uh, 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 if this wasn't happening at someone's front door, if they were going to a show, maybe we'd need a family to represent, uh, for the audience to project themselves onto, and or also to make it easier to explain what's happening, is we're, we're going from saying, hey, the reason those, like, uh, oh, maybe you discovered those decorations, oh, maybe the weather's changing, all these things are slowly adding up to a mystery, which is it's beginning to look a lot like, and now you're saying, have yourself a merry little, uh, so then you're going from the, the uh, anticipation to the preparation, or the awareness to the preparation, and then again, I guess that holly jolly one we could go into. Oh, so what would that look like? Well, this would be tough. I, I think this is a tough one because we would be presenting or prepping, but not giving any gifts or anything like that. It wouldn't be the actual holiday. It would be here. So maybe in checklist type dance where we're checking off things like uh, we'd have to make sure that that's we have some different, but then we could lead into that um, Holly Jolly one. But I don't know because I don't want it to to be like a, a good question. How many hours are we going to be at each person's house? I don't know. Like now that we're getting the story down, I think uh could be endless. It could be hours. Uh, but yeah. Okay. And then, so that's the like like so we go from awareness to active preparation to active activeness. So the active activeness would be actually decorating, uh, in the joy of like moving into the next active phase of, of uh, holiday preparations. So decoration would be symbolically representative even though it doesn't represent everything people are doing. Oh, okay, so you'd want cooking. Should we do? Should we see if we have any other songs to do that as a separate activity? Because, yeah, most ways of celebrating or most of the things you would be celebrating do have some sort of foods associated with it. And mealtime, and again, I guess if we did a cooking one, we could do a separate mealtime one. But this would be... So again, okay, I agree, I agree. I'm saying yes to all those ideas. This would be a, a working on the accoutrement. Uh, okay, yeah, and that would be Jingle Bell Rock. Uh, and I think that'd be fun because we could do bells like uh, and different rock, you know, like, uh, I mean, nothing rocking, but, uh, uh, and, uh, dancing while we're doing it. So showing the prepare that there is a certain process of joy in the participation. Yeah. So I think that's a good one. Then next one would be, again, we would change it, but it would be like, I love darling love. So, um, I mean, I know there's other versions of the song, but like uh, baby, please come home where, that and I think that would follow nicely after the accoutrement would be like a wistful, like forlorn dance for those people we're waiting for that could join us or may not join us. Uh, 
I mean, I think that could be a fun one, right? Uh, and um, to jump back, I just had this idea, like another song. And again, we could this, some of these could be pulled, you know, depending on when the family uh, cuts contact, uh, if they close their door or they decide they want the full show would be let it snow. I think may, do we do that at towards the end or somewhere at this point where, uh, where, um, where, where on, where, where the, uh, I guess we're changing characters. Huh? I didn't even realize that we're, we're becoming, we went from being the, the, the seasonal scout sprites to now something different which is fine. So this is more like a dance recital type, even though, you know, it's not different dance squads recitaling. We're each, uh, each song, we're kind of a different dance squad. But I was thinking Let It Snow is always a good one, you know. So I don't know. We do Let It Snow earlier or we could do it later. Uh, then another one, I think, it would be tough... Uh, it's the most wonderful time of year. I think that would reel in from, so I think in this story, uh, right now what's happening is the person has started a preparation. Then they've realized, Oh, this person might not make it bit like a coffee commercial, you know, where you say, are you coming home and drink a coffee is another. So the person at the end of that song is feeling down and then another set of dancers is offering them the reminder that it's the most wonderful time of year. And I think, like, it's the best time of year, too. Like, maybe we do, like, uh, like we do both those songs. Uh, and so they are trying to re-so that, in that, the joy of the process of preparation and anticipation has been lost in the eye of, like, uncertainty. And because, but they're looking at the destination and this person is reminding, oh, no, 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 this is like a 60 day marathon or whatever. And you're, you know, for all of these, you know, or we're celebrating every single holiday within this, uh, but they're saying, no, this is a process. You forget that it's really a process that you enjoy and not the results, uh, and so that that's uh, that's what the, it's it's wonderful. Like they're saying. So I guess it goes back. Maybe they're showing the, and maybe they're just walking you back through the present process, uh, and going into the uh, into the kitchen. I think, um, and uh, I think going into the kitchen, and then we go to. Uh, like simply having a wonderful Christmas time. And that goes into the food preparation one. Like we're, cause that's just obvious. I mean, great ideas that people have had, but that, uh, and again, they offer so much uh, for everybody's, the, the holiday that is in your heart that you're dancing for and expressing. And also it just say, okay. And that's a great song to dance to. I think, uh, you could do a lot of spinning, you know, a lot of trays, a lot of uh, hand work, uh, and again, a lot of movement because you're going from the oven or the stove uh, to the table, to the cupboard, to the chopping board, to the mixing. And uh, we do Holly. Oh, yeah, we did Holly Jolly. Okay. I don't know. Another song I like is Solis Navidad, but I just thought of like the, how we fit the last two songs. We finish it. So we still need, I, I don't know. I just like Feliz Navidad. I think that's a fun song to, to dance to and to sing along, but I don't know if you're right. If it fits within the story, but I was just thinking maybe we're missing or maybe we're not, uh, is uh, we? I mean, we have to do the two songs that no like because now if we're, if we're depending on when we're caroling, but they won't hear the songs. You know, we have to do the Mariah Carey and Wham. So, is there um, one eating song, or are we just stretch out simply having a wonderful Christmas time, and we leave it open? You're right. You're right. But then we do have to have. 
the emotional uh, thing and then the surprise. So maybe we have one dancer that hasn't appeared at all. And we go, we do a medley last Christmas, all I want for Christmas is you to harken back. And we can do the picture frame, you know, dance, you know, people dancing with the picture frame. There, I guess that could be part of the meal, the back half of the meal or someone off, you know, the table's celebrating, but there's one person off uh, looking at a picture frame and then they're dancing for the, t- for, for again, then we have a proxy and, you know, that would be fun. People could practice their sitting, you know, stage sitting or whatever you want to call it. And so by the end of, like, uh, that one, they're saying, okay, but, yeah, this is still what I want. Uh, uh, and even, again, because it's not a – doesn't have to be related to one specific holiday or necessarily getting what they want uh, – I mean, I was thinking that it's the person training to be a Santa who has been gone and now they're coming back uh, in some sense. They were maybe even working as Santa. And they're saying like, uh, but it, I think the last return, and maybe then we do Felice. OK, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Then we do Felice Navidad last uh, again as uh, that one. We could actually clomp out the song so we start with uh, uh, Deck the Halls and then end with uh, Feliz Navidad. And again, what's in your heart? You know, we again, we can change it because we're just clomping. There's no lyrics. So again, we have artistic ter- interpret, reinterpret it. You know, we, c- we can be creative as we want. But okay, so during that medley, the person comes in. But again, I think in my heart, it would not be the person they were waiting for but another reminder of the love in the process. And, uh, you know, that some things defy expectations and sometimes, you know, the full, full, full thing. But there could also be kids that were wishing for a present. You know, again, you can be dancing or at the table playing out your own thing, and then some of you could be playing it as the audience representatives. But this last person comes in, and then we go in, you know, then the joy, that's a symbolic thing. That they say, oh, okay, whatever it is for you, but their arrival signals the start of Feliz Navidad and a joyous release. Um, And we just skip over, you know, oh, what happens, you know, the, the process is that, you know, we don't worry about that. Then that's New Year's Eve or whatever. Let them worry about it. But like we're leaving them on a high notes. Well, we get them to high note by having a little bit of a low notes. And then they're carrying it back into their home, ideally, with after we do Feliz Navidad. And we clomp that out. Uh, and again, I guess for costumes, we need uh, Santa hats. Then again, maybe sweat, maybe, yeah, I, I, you know, I've always been resistant to these ugly sweaters. But if you're picking a sweater that's thematically, like an ugly sweater that's thematically aligned with what's in your heart to celebrate, or again, what you prefer to celebrate, uh, and what the meaning of the season is for you, uh, only one bahug, but only if, you know, if there's a bahumbug, how can, you know, you can't clump, uh, oh, you're going to pull it off. Okay. So you'll have a bahumbug one over. So you'll have two sweaters. You could get warm, but again, yeah, I guess we'll have to layer anyway, depending on the weather, but yeah, that each person's sweater represents. Yeah. So then your sweaters also, and that helps because again, it's like, uh, some people may need it spelled out because they say, what are you doing? Just clomping around. Uh, now, I don't know. I, I, I'm wondering how many people are going to have the patient. Like, how, like we can rehearse, but I think a lot of this, again, we're just going on the fly. And maybe we're even condensing it. Is there a way to condense all that in, in, into, uh, I think we could do it pretty quickly, right? So then instead of being like at someone's each house for three hours through this whole cycle, we're running through that lineup. Uh, like, what do you think is like, how much is, uh, what is a non-clomp fan, their tolerance for clomping? 
if they know the first song and the second song, last song, and then there's just a lot of clomping in the middle until we again attract carolers and then we can extend it. I mean, if we had carolers, it would make it a lot easier, but we don't have carolers at this time. We just have us and our willingness to try. But I think we have something here. It's like uh, caroling with the clomps is going to work. And again, it doesn't have to be one specific thing. And again, I think if we can, if we do have to explain it, you know, they say, okay, do you have extra 45 minutes? We can explain what we just did. They say, well, our dinner's getting cold. Let's say, okay, well, we, maybe we could work that into that scene. Uh, you, that's great notes. Thank you. They said, no, no, our dinner's actually cold. Oh, oh, you weren't. Okay, well, okay, those weren't notes. But I was saying, I, I forgot what I was saying is, uh, if we just help them carry it into their homes, I don't know what else. I, I, I got mixed up, but I had another idea. But it's just about communicating this whole thing. And, um, yeah, but, because then maybe next year, oh, I guess if we explain it, then they say next year you could pretend like you have no memory of dates and you're on the, you're scouting for your holiday season. And then like, uh, but again, a reminder that uh, take some joy in the process. Uh, not just the anticipate, it's not just about anticipation or nostalgia. It's about participation, maybe less so in, than anticipation. Maybe I'll get that on my sweater, uh, or maybe I'll just write it on the side of my um, shoes. Uh, but I'm excited. This is going to be great. Uh, we'll be clomping around, clomping and caroling all the way uh, into people's hearts. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it looks like everybody's resting now. That's a good idea. We'll get some rest. We'll get some sleep. And then we'll get to work caroling and clomping away. Good night, everybody.